Everyone has a story. Everyone starts somewhere. Let's go back to the beginning. Each week, we'll chat with local professionals and hear about the goals and plans they had in high school and then connect the dots to the present day. This is personal. This is all about connections. This is College and Career Corner. Welcome to this week's installment of College and Career Corner. I'm your host, Andra Anderson, Senior Coordinator for MBRT's Next Generation Scholars. So I have a guest. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hello. It's, I'm feeling the weather change, right? Um, got a guest in the studio. First time, not the first time in the studio, first time in the renovated studio, but not a stranger to Kent County High School. Welcome back to Chris Kelly. Hi, thank Hello. you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you back at Kent County High School. So uh, an alumna of, of KCHS and recently found your way back into the area with your position. Um, so the Arts Alive Coordinator at Chestertown River Arts. What does that do? What does that mean? Tell us about that position. So, um, of course, I'm the, the newly hired person there, as you mentioned. Uh, so that role encompasses a lot of different things. Um, but mainly it's coordinating our programming, um, which includes our classes and events. And then um, I'm also doing a lot of our marketing. And it seems like every day I'm there, my <laughs> role is evolving even more. And I mean, that's always the case with a nonprofit. Sure. Um, I think most importantly, though, and I'm sure I'm going to talk about this a little bit more, but I'm I'm really there to support our mission of connecting the community with the arts. Awesome. I yeah. love that. I love that your title has an exclamation mark in it. That's <laughs> so fun. It is. It <laughs> How really can is. I work an exclamation mark into my title? <laughs> I'm going to do that. I really enjoy that. <laughs> um, so I guess let's go. Let's go back. Let's go here. Let's go back. So back to the beginning. So let's imagine you are sitting here at Kent County High School, junior, senior year. What did you think your future had in store? What did you think was going to happen? Um, so I definitely thought I was going to be a psychologist. Yeah. I, um, even though I was really involved in the arts here as a student, I never really thought that I was going to be in the arts. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I mean, I think a lot of us who are in the arts now have this misconception that you have to be rich or somehow make more money in order to support yourself. Mm -hmm. So um, I never thought that I would really be in the arts. I wanted to be a psychologist, but uh, that totally changed in college. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, when I was in college, I was a double major in psychology and art. And uh, I, I loved both those majors. Um, but towards my senior year, I did two thesis projects basically on the same topic. Um, and I, I realized that my psychology thesis, even though it was interesting, it didn't really have an impact the way my art project did. Um, so I realized kind of through that experience that I really did want to be in the arts. Yeah. And so I took three years off after I graduated from college, but finally went and got my MFA and then, um, made my way back to uh, Chestertown because um, I was a member of River Arts when I was a, a teen and they actually gave me a lot of resources that and classes and, and opportunities that I didn't necessarily have here through the school. Right. 
So um, it, it's just a great opportunity to give back to an organization that gave me so much. Yeah, that's awesome. So so made kind of went out into the world, learned, and and coming back. I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah I always so um, full disclosure. Um, Chris and I went to college together, so I always remember you being a very creative individual, very I very artistic. Um, do you still dabble in photography or do any of your? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So um, prior to working for River Art. I actually had my own photography business for, I think I'm going into year four of it. Nice. And um, I always kind of knew that that was a stopover between, um, you know, the, the previous job I had, which was also working for a mental health nonprofit until I found, you know, my, my dream job in the arts nonprofit sector. Cause that's really where I, I've, again, I feel like I could make the most impact. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I had a, a small photography business for it's, it's been almost four years now. And I, I loved working for myself. Um, and I loved being around other people and s- serving other people, but I definitely missed the nonprofit sphere. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. speaking of speaking of impact, I guess what what are your priorities with your your new role? And I know it's it's new and you were saying <laughs> there's there every day I oh okay, I'll do this too. That sounds great. I'll do that. But when I guess the reason that you you took the position or it mm-hmm. sounded like something that just, you know, would fulfill you and and something you could have an impact, how how would would you like to spend your time or how are you focusing your time in your role? Sure. So um, as as you said, kind of it, every day I walk in there, uh, my my list of what I, I need to do changes. <laughs> and I always kind of have an outline of what I'd like to accomplish that day. Yeah. But um, I try to keep in mind that no matter what kind of things come at me that day, I'm really there to serve the community and serve our members. Mm-hmm. So I try to put that in the forefront. And um, when I'm looking at the things that people are asking me to do, I, I really consider heavily, okay, how is this particular task going to um, impact our community and our members? Yeah. So there's there's times that I've had to say, I'm sorry, I can't do that particular thing right now or even at all because it's not going to impact what we're doing in a way that will be beneficial. I so, love that. That's called boundaries. Yeah, there you go. Boundaries. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I, uh, I'm definitely terrible with boundaries and I, it took me a long time to, um, build them up, but especially because we are an organization that w- we do have a small staff, but we have a lot of volunteers, a lot of members and the community. So we really need to be thoughtful about our time. Absolutely. Yeah. Are there any projects or events or things coming up that you're anticipating that you're excited for? Well, so we have an annual holiday show and sale that uh, actually the opening for it is this Thursday. Um, and I'm really excited about that because it's um, a a huge market. We have like almost 50 artists, I think, and thousands of items. But um, it's a really fun market because you get to see artwork from artists that maybe you've never heard of before. A lot of them are local. But um, so we have a gift shop as part of our organization, but it shows a very small amount of um, the actual things that our artisans make. So this, this, uh, the holiday show and sale is just a massive amount of it like and it's so much fun to go in there and look around and see what people are making and uh so yeah I'm really excited about that um 
but that is very much more um, on our gallery gift shop side. Okay. <laughs> so it's not, it, although I am involved in it, it's not like my program. Right. Um, I would say the thing that I'm most excited about is in February, we are um, focusing on Black History Month in our gallery and with our programming. So we're going to be inviting some uh, amazing speakers to come in and talk about their art. Um, we're doing a show um, in, I believe it was June, we did a Legacy Day show. Yes. And it was so amazing and so popular. And we were so disappointed that we could only have it up for a few days. So we are bringing back a lot of those artists and expanding even more. That's awesome. But yeah, so I'm really excited about that because I'm really um, looking for ways that we can use that as a learning opportunity for our our local students and trying to figure out ways to incorporate them. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. Be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that will be here before you know it. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So one of the things that, and I'm, I'm thinking of this because we're doing um, one of the programs that we do is career tours for 10th mm -hmm. graders. And one of the things that students learn during career tours are the number of titles and jobs. And oh my goodness. usually the question is like, and you get paid to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I know, right? They no, they're they're just minds are blown. So, um, what I mean, arts alive. Where does that come from? Is that a particular like um, event, or is it? I'm just I love that title. Sure. So, arts alive is basically so. To give you a little background, our organization used to be two different organizations that then joined into one, and um, so one organization used to be kind of the arts education. Um, part of it and then the other organization used to be heavily focused on clay and ceramic kind of work so um, we have one of our programs is the clay studio and then we have another program that's kid spot that's for um, ages like infant to tw 12 basically um, and then everything else in between is arts alive mm -hmm. so the idea of the arts alive title is um you know that arts are alive in our community yeah. it's a living thing and um it's always changing and it's a it's it's alive for for lack of a better word yeah and i love that it's <laughs> yeah. very very action very active i exactly. love that yeah so yeah basically arts alive encompasses all parts of our programming that aren't specifically the clay studio or for our um kid spot mm -hmm. you know so um it's it's as i mentioned before it's a lot of classes events lectures salons tours all the all that kind of stuff falls under that heading yeah that's awesome. So I know we've talked a little bit about this, but we're really big into um, connections. So yes. how how do you like to connect to the community in your role or how would how would you like to connect more with the community in your role? Sure. So um, part of my role is marketing. So I um, I'm managing all of our social media accounts and our email communications. So that's one I would say a small way that um, I connect with the community. But then I. Uh, since I started in this role, I've been having meetings nearly every day, it feels like, <laughs> with um, key community leaders and planners to kind of figure out what what it is they're doing in the community and how not only we can support them, but how can we be a part of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing that I love about River Arts in general is that we have, um, so we have our clay studio and we have an education space that's under renovation at the moment. And then we have our gallery and gift shop. 
and people just can come in whenever they want Mm -hmm. and interact with us so like the best part of my day is i'll be sitting there at at my computer in our place to doing something and someone who i've never met before will come in and just talk and we'll talk about the arts and um really about how they can get involved we have new people coming in to get involved all the time that's awesome and then the the last thing I guess that I I have been doing that I would love to do more is I go and visit our artists that are um, especially the ones who aren't in Chestertown so like I I don't know if you guys know that we have a metal worker Brian um, Gillerin and she's out in Fairlee and then we have um, a potter who is uh, he's close to Rock Hall but there are so many um, artists and studios that aren't part of Chestertown and even though we're called Chestertown River Arts we're really a county organization right so I really um, want those artists to become involved in what we're doing and some of them already are but I feel like by going out and seeing them and seeing what they're doing I can better help promote them right but also help get them involved so I mentioned Brian um, one of the things that we are doing and we're actually going to be doing it at the beginning of 2023 is we're doing a combined metalworking class with her and Chesapeake College. Oh, cool. So we're all going to go out there at Chesapeake College and learn how to weld. That's <laughs> so, awesome. And, it's a hot and topic up right with now. Metal. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. I mean, and again, we have all these resources uh, that just really haven't been tapped into. Yeah. So I'm really about... Um, working on exploring those connections and those resources and figuring out how we can utilize them. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. So yeah. there's lots of possibility. It can be oh, a lot yeah. to manage. It can be a lot to manage. And um, thankfully, I am a pretty organized person, which I think is important in, in any role where you're managing a lot of things. But I'm also very patient. And yes. then I, I have very patient and wonderful colleagues who... Um, are are like, okay, here's the 20,000 things we need to do today. Obviously, we can't do them all. So let's work together to do these few things we can do. And again, always at the forefront of our, um, you know, to-do list and our priorities is what's going to support the community the most. Absolutely. Yeah. And that that's a big thing. So yeah, with the 10th graders, we do a career exploration. With 11th yeah. graders, we talk about essential skills. So yes. you mentioning organization. Yes. Patience. Yes. Um, you know, the top 10 um, things I think identified things like collaboration, mm-hmm. uh, time management, yes. um, emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. um, adaptability. So these are all things that employers are, are looking for. So, um, you know, you kind of mentioned um, organization and, and patience in your role. What else do you think is important in your role? What other skills are important? Well, so a lot of them that you mentioned, time management is definitely a big thing. Um adaptability definitely a big thing as i said because we're, we're doing all kinds of different things every day um and i think it, emotional intelligence is, is definitely a big one as well because i mean a big part of what i do and this this might have come from my psychology background is really listening to our community listening to our members and understanding what it is they want and how they want to be supported and then doing what I can to implement or or help whatever I can do um so yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of listening as well yeah and and just letting people um feel heard you know 
Uh, oh yes, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that, especially you know, more in in people that tend to be more creative. Yes. There's a lot more emotion that pours into Absolutely. it. So there's lots of feelings. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> lots and lots. And managing all of that, I think, is a big thing. And you mentioned also having a lot of volunteers, and that's a lot mm-hmm. to manage because if somebody's you know not getting paid for their work, they're still attached to what you do. But Absolutely. their life and other things come first. Of so course. There's a lot of, of, of moving parts, I imagine. Definitely, yeah. definitely. And so something um, a lo- kind of going along the theme of building skills, um, I had so many jobs when I was in high school <laughs> and in college that I never, ever thought would be be teaching me things that I would use today. But, you know, um, I worked at Dollar Tree. I worked at the provost's office at the college um, I worked on the giving fund there. All of those are things that I use, all the skills I learned in those are things that I use in my current role today. And I, at the time, could never have thought, you know, oh, this will help me in some way. Right. But I think that's a big thing is, you know, never, whatever uh, job it is you have, no matter what it is, don't ever discount the skills that you can be building from it. Yeah. Because you never know how you can use them in the future and what those roles might um, propel you to in the future. That's really good advice because you, you make, maybe you make a network or a connection. You can Mm -hmm. go back to somebody that you've, you've talked with. It's important not to burn those bridges. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's all about networking truly. And I mean, that's a lot of what my job is. It's, it's networking, but um, I mean, in today's job market, it's a it's a struggle sometimes to find work and really having those strong connections with anybody that you've worked with in the past. Again, you never know how they might come back to help you. Yeah. So overall, what do you think is um, impacting the arts community? You know, what are what are struggles or issues that you're you're facing? Maybe not just Chestertown River Arts, but any any arts community or organization. Um, well, I think a big one, and this is any nonprofit anywhere, but it is funding, mm-hmm. finding the funding to do anything. Um, but also, I think there's, we we live, and this is a challenge, I think, particular to our county, but it, I mean, again, probably arts organizations everywhere, but we live in a, a county that is wonderfully diverse, but um, in Chestertown especially, a lot of that isn't represented. in in our organization and in what we do. So um, me and a lot of my colleagues, part of what we are really focusing on is trying to bring parts of the community that haven't been involved in the arts Mm -hmm. in. Um, And I think that's a struggle. I think any community anywhere is going to have challenges integrating different communities into the arts. But it's really important to do it because art is where a lot of communities find their voice and make themselves heard so um it's definitely important for our organization to be sure that all voices in our community are heard no matter you know who they are so um yeah i i would say that's our biggest struggle but also our biggest um you know point where we can grow beautifully right yeah making space for all who want to to be there exactly i love that i love that that's awesome and it sounds like with the events and programming coming up that you you're really working to make that space yes definitely yeah yeah it's it's definitely it's really important to 
all of us in our and in our it's in our mission it's in everything so yeah yeah Yeah. what's something you wish that you could go back and tell tell chris kelly in her junior year of high school um well i think first of all i was really um as i mentioned apprehensive to get into the arts Mm -hmm. and part of that was because i was so worried about the financial aspect of it um i come from a single parent family Mm -hmm. and uh I really wish I had just listened to my heart and followed my passion earlier because I feel like it not necessarily that I would be further along than I am or anything like that. But I think um, I would have enjoyed it more (laughs) because I would have been following what I really wanted to do. And not I mean, psychology and, and being a counselor was definitely a worthy pursuit. And I learned a lot when I was going down that path. But um I, yeah, I really just wish I had delved into it earlier. And I also think uh, since I am such a planner and organizer, it was really hard for me at times to just kind of let go and trust that things would work out mm. Um, mm-hmm. and be okay with not necessarily having a plan. And in high school, I thought, you know, oh, I have to have it all figured out. And then in college, I was like, I have to have it all figured out. <laughs> and even in graduate school, it's like, it has to be all figured out. But really, it doesn't. And I mean, there are so many incredible people who have had like 40 different careers over mm-hmm. their lifetime. And again, um, the things that you do don't have to be like, oh, I did that in the past and I'm not going to use anything from it. Every role that you take, no matter how big or small, can help build you up to prepare you for the next big thing that's coming. Yeah. So I love that. So like lean into your lean into your passions. But at yes. the same time, I mean you wouldn't you wouldn't be the same person you are today had you not studied psychology and had no, other opportunities. Exactly. And, yeah. and that's why I don't regret any of that. Yeah. I just wish I had listened to myself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen, there were so many people encouraging me to follow a, a path in art. And I was just, again, very hesitant to do so. But um, the other thing is not everything you do has to make money. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. you can be an artist, you can be a writer, you can be whatever you want to be. And you don't have to, you can have another career helping to, um, you know, support that passion of yours. Right. But, you know. That yeah. doesn't have to be your moneymaker. Yeah. Right. What is it? Three hobbies. One to make you money, one to yes. feed the creative side, and one to keep you fit. I love that. That's <laughs> Three <fantastic>. things. <laughs> so it could be something that's just, it just makes you feel good. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And there's space for that at, at Chestertown River Arts, right? You have you have people that oh, it's yeah. not their career, right? Oh, absolutely. And I think that's something, another part of what I love about River Arts is that we do have so many people who... Um, have completely different careers and River Arts is their creative outlet or some people have never even been involved in the arts and they just walk in for the first time and then become completely involved. Um, Our clay studio manager, uh, Chris Nyman, he's incredible and he had a completely different career and then started taking classes at the clay studio and realized he loved it so much and now he's the manager there. So, you know, completely changed his career because he discovered this love that he didn't know he had, but he just on a whim one day walked into class. So you never know. (laughs) You never know what can happen. Yeah. Just, you know, kind of keep leaning in and and don't be afraid. Exactly. There's definitely, 
and I mean, it's our generation too, but in the, in the next upcoming generation, there's a big fear of failure and that oh, it's yeah. a bad word and you don't want to do the wrong thing. And, you know, especially now, like we kind of had the benefit, um, social media and like mm-hmm. promotion and all of that didn't really happen until we were a little bit older. Right. But for these students, it, it, mm-hmm. it's been since they were little. Like everything yep. has been photographed. Everything is yep. out there. There's an expectation almost that you promote what you're doing. So it, it's, you know, you don't want to do it wrong. Exactly. But <laughs> I, I, think, I don't know what that means. That was doing it wrong. I don't right. know. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. And, yeah. That, and that's really a good point because, um, I mean, even if you fail at something, you're still learning. And I think that's really important um, to look at everything you do whether it's a failure, whether it's a success, whether you think it's important or not, and and think about how you can learn from that and grow from that. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, if you fall down and you get back up, you're still learning something from it. And even if you, you know, did fall down, it's okay. Right. You you absolutely can and will fail. Everybody fails at something. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's okay. It's really important as to to learn and grow as a person yeah absolutely is there any other advice that you have for students especially we have seniors now who are you know this is this is high time to to think about what am i doing next right especially around those holiday tables everybody's asking you what's going on what are you doing with your life oh yeah (laughs) well i mean i think um the the big thing uh that always comes to mind is just do it and i I think that's kind of like a Uh, what I already said but just follow your heart and do it no matter you know what you what you fear might happen Mm -hmm. it's really important to just try yeah just try um and what of just a quick funny story um on I was applying for graduate school and I still wasn't sure that I wanted to go and on the day that I got my first acceptance letter to an MFA program, I was at King Buffet, which is no longer. <laughs> no longer. But, um, I got a fortune cookie and it said, do what you love and the necessary resources will follow. Ooh. And it was like, I, I don't I don't necessarily believe in fate and all that stuff, but it was like telling me, okay, follow this path and everything is going to work out. And it has. And I wow. think you just need to trust that follow your heart and it will work out one way or the other (laughs) yeah um one thing too and i want to ask you this like uh, we're having discussions with students about Mm -hmm. um the the necessity of of college degrees and what it Mm -hmm. actually gets you do you think having an mfa helped you get the job that you have now do you think it helped at all um i do think it helped a little bit but i mean my my other colleagues don't have an mfa and that's Mm -hmm. not you know to say any i'm that's not a an insult or anything. It's just to say they do what they do um, without any kind of advanced degrees or anything. And I think you really could, I mean, you could do everything that I do without an MFA. My MFA was really honestly for me yeah. because it's something I wanted to do. And I also really wanted to teach at the college level, which mm-hmm. I did for several years. And um in in the in the world of higher education you have to have the terminal degree in your field to do that yes but my mfa program was so much fun i learned so much um but i just i I had a really fun time and it was really for me yeah and i i wish i could be in that program forever it was i was just making art every day with other artists and that is the kind of like energy that i'm hoping we can bring to river arts just be a place where people can come and make art with other artists yeah and have fun i love that yeah yeah what's up emma 
Oh, you're good. I thought you were saying, let me say something. I want to add it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So, um, well, that's all, that's all really helpful. And I think it's important for students to remember to do it for themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, You, in this, in this life, don't do anything for anybody other than yourself, because who's going to be there to congratulate you? Who's going to be there? I mean, you, it's for you. If you don't do what you want to do, you're not going to lead a happy life. And I think that's really, again, something that I realized in college you know if I don't do what I want to do what's going to make me happy I'm not going to have a happy life and what what is life worth if you're not happy and yeah. and helping other people those were my two things so. yeah well it sounds like you're doing all those things in your role thank you yeah, yeah. It's, King County is awesome grateful to have you back oh, I know right <laughs> I'm excited to be back yeah that's okay. awesome um, well so that is our show for today but I wanted to take a minute and I know that there is a membership drive happening now so if you like what you're hearing on the college and career corner show on 90.5 WKHS consider some supporting the show the station by becoming a member um, no matter your your musical taste your interest for for career or different programming there's something for everybody on this station and um, coming from somebody who is in the education world higher education world it just completely blows me away that this is the only student public radio station um, at a high school level and I think that's important and it's important to be able to give these students this opportunity to build skills like communication, organization, time management. And it's something that also, you know, really helps the the school district. So I, I think it's important to keep it going and to to mm-hmm. offer your your membership however you might be able to to do that. So we thank you for considering and we thank you for your support. And that is our show for this week and we'll be back again next week. So thank you so much. 90.5 WKHS for 